21st day for the holy souls in purgatory, a day of prayer for souls whom our Blessed Lady is most desirous to have released from purgatory. This being the feast of the presentation of our Blessed Mother, the Glorious Virgin Mary in the Temple, let us employ it in procuring the release of souls who were devout to her during life and whom she is most desirous to present in the Temple of the Living God that the days of their mourning may be ended. Truly happy are the devout clients of Mary, our most merciful mother, for she not only assists them by her prayers in this life, but also relieves and consoles them by her protection in purgatory. Since these souls are in great need of succour and unable to assist themselves, she feels a special solicitude to obtain relief for them. St Bernardine of Siena says that in that prison where souls are detained, Mary has a certain dominion and plenitude of power, not only to relieve them, but even to deliver them from their sufferings. With regard to the mitigation of their pains, the same saint, applying to our Blessed Lady the words of Ecclesiasticus, in the waves of the sea I have walked, adds in her name, I have walked in the waves of the sea, visiting my devout servants, who are my children, relieving their necessities and assuaging their pains. He says that the pains of purgatory are called waves because they are transitory, unlike the pains of hell, which never end, and they are called waves of the sea because they are very severe. Mary frequently visits and relieves her clients who are afflicted with these torments. Behold then, says Novarino, the great advantage of being a servant of this good lady, she cannot forget her servants when they are afflicted with the pains of purgatory, and although she relieves all these suffering souls, she obtains greater indulgence and succour for those who were devoted to her on earth. Our Blessed Lady said once to St Bridget, I am the mother of all the souls in purgatory, and the pains which they merit for the sins they had committed during life are, as long as they remain in that place of suffering, hourly mitigated in some measure by my prayers. This merciful mother even sometimes condescends to enter into that holy prison to visit and console her afflicted children. How great is the consolation she obtains for them in the midst of their torments. St. Bridget heard our divine Lord saying one day to his mother, Thou art my mother, thou art the mother of mercy, thou art the consolation of the souls that are in purgatory. And the Blessed Virgin herself said to the saint, that as a poor sick person, bedridden, suffering and abandoned, is refreshed by every word of comfort, so these suffering souls are consoled by the bare mention of her name. The name of Mary, a name of hope and salvation, which these, her beloved children, frequently invoke in that prison, is to them a source of great consolation. The loving mother, says Novarino, as soon as they invoke her name, prays to God for them and obtains relief, so that the burning heat of their torments is, as it were, cooled by a celestial dew. But Our Lady not only consoles and relieves her clients in purgatory, she also delivers them from their sufferings and prison by her intercession. On the day of her glorious assumption, it is said that the prison of purgatory was emptied. Novarino states that it is related by grave authors that Mary, when she was about to ascend to heaven, asked of her son the privilege of bringing with her all the souls that were then in purgatory. From that day, says Gerson, 
the Blessed Virgin possesses the privilege of delivering her servants from the pains of purgatory. St Bernardine of Siena asserts absolutely that Our Lady can, by her prayers and by the application even of her own merits, rescue souls from purgatory and particularly the souls of those who are devoted to her on earth. Novarino says the same. He thinks that by the merits of Mary the sufferings of these souls are mitigated and even shortened because by her intercession she obtains an abridgment of the time of their detention. To obtain their deliverance it is enough that she present herself before her son to pray for them through his merits. St Peter Damien relates that a certain woman called Morosia appeared after death to her godmother and said that on the Feast of the Assumption our Blessed Lady delivered her from purgatory together with a multitude of souls which exceeded in number the inhabitants of Rome. Denis the Carthusian writes that on the festivals of Christmas and Easter Mary descends into purgatory accompanied by legions of angels and delivers many souls from their sufferings. And Novarino is inclined to think that the same happens on each of the solemn festivals of our Blessed Mother. The promise made by our Blessed Lady to Pope John XXII is well known. She appeared to him and said that those who wore the brown scapula and died in the state of grace would be delivered from purgatory on the Saturday after their death. This, as Crasset relates, the same pontiff declared in a bull which was confirmed by Alexander V, Clement VII, Pius V, Gregory XIII and Paul V, and this latter, in a bull published in 1612, said that Christians may piously believe that the Blessed Virgin will assist by her continual intercession, by her merits and special protection after death, and principally on Saturday, which is the day the Church has consecrated to Our Lady, the souls of the members of the confraternity of Holy Mary of Mount Carmel, who shall have departed this life in the state of grace, shall have worn the scapula, observing chastity according to their state, and shall have recited the little office of the Virgin, and if they have not been able to recite it, will have observed the fasts of the Church, abstaining from flesh meat on Wednesday and Saturday, except on Christmas Day. In the solemn office of the Festival of Holy Mary of Carmel, we read that it is piously believed that the Blessed Virgin, with maternal love, consoles the brothers of Mount Carmel in purgatory, and by her intercession conducts them soon into the kingdom of heaven. Why should not we, if we are devoted to this good mother, expect the same graces and favours? The following lines the following lines, supposed to be written from heaven, may give some idea of the sentiments of a soul delivered from purgatory by our Blessed Lady. I had been long in purgatory, slowly waved to and fro the waves of living fire above, beneath, around me. They penetrated my whole being, burning out the stains and remnants of my sins and purifying my whole nature. It was agony, yet with what Deep gratitude is not each pang endured, for the suffering soul knows it is thus brought nearer to Jesus and to heaven. It was a solemn feast of our Blessed Lady. The mighty waves of fire began to ebb away like the flow of a returning tide. Light, like no earthly light, lit up our gloom and dimmed the fiery flames. 
bright angels passed me in procession. They were the guardian spirits of the souls in purgatory, hastening to present their clients to Mary, sovereign of this realm of purgatory. I felt she would pass by my place of suffering. Would she lessen its duration? As Jesus wills, so Mary wills, and the poor souls in purgatory have no will but theirs. So I waited, patient yet hopeful, for the passage of the Queen of Angels and of men. I had seen her on other festivals, and each time she had consoled me. Now, as she passed me, she paused. I cannot describe the wonderful beauty of her countenance. There is a mild, inexplicable grace in Mary. Her look is all mercy and gentleness, and her purity is betokened by the robes of shining light she wears. They seem woven of diamonds and pearls, and the tears she has wiped away. Her mild eyes were bent on me. She extended her hand and signed to my guardian angel, Be that captive free. In an instant I beheld myself stainless and free from all my bonds. My garments shone as rays of many coloured lights, and I joined the group of happy souls who followed the Mother of Mercy. We passed on in her train through the prison of the justice of God and many others shared in the clemency of Mary. Then we left the halls of penance and passed from the depths of the earth toward the glorious centre of the universe, the rest and dwelling of the sacred humanity of Jesus, the home called paradise. Far swifter than the light were we borne toward it and its mighty portals rose at our approach. The land of song, the land of beauty, the dwelling place of light, joy and happiness appeared before me. Exiles on earth, breathe the choicest odours, listen to the sweetest sounds, rejoice in the deepest affections, view the most enchanting beauty, and in your hearts shall awaken one faint touch of the thrilling sensations of heavenly life. In the life of St. Teresa of Avila, we read the following... A monk, to whom I owed a great debt of gratitude, and who had formerly occupied the post of provincial in his order, was on his deathbed. As soon as I heard of it, I was much afflicted, and felt great uneasiness regarding his soul, although he had always lived a virtuous and edifying life. Knowing how onerous is the care of souls and the responsibility it entails, and knowing that my friend had spent twenty years in this ministry, I could not refrain from being anxious on his account. I threw myself, therefore, at our Lord's feet and prayed to him earnestly to deliver that soul from the pains of purgatory and in reparation for any errors he might have committed to accept for him any good I might have done in my life together with the infinite merits of his sacred passion. My prayer ended. I seemed to behold that soul rise from the depths of the earth and with an expression of the most intense joy, mount up to heaven. Although I knew that this priest was already far advanced in years, his face appeared to me as that of a young man under thirty years of age, radiant with youth. The apparition was of short duration, and left me much consoled, and I was no longer anxious about the lot of that soul, as about that of many others whom I have held in equal affection. As he died at some distance from me, it was not till a long time after that I became acquainted with the circumstances of his happy death. <laughs>